Take my hand Take my little hand Walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on But here I stand You're listening to the Sweet Baby O Podcast. I'm Lynn Browder, and I have a son, Owen, who is now 11 and has autism. This podcast is about our journey, the challenges we face, and the victories that we go through. It has been a great couple of days, a hectic couple of days, and a roller coastery couple of days. That seems to be generally what we go through. This morning, when we were waiting for the bus, it was exciting to me because Owen doesn't always use his body in a manner like for exercise or running or um, taking the different ways you would like bend to touch your toes. He instead, um, if you say touch your toes, he will lift up his foot and then touch his toes. So to see him running on his own without me prompting or say run or try to get him to go from point A to point B, he started doing it all on his own. He started doing the running without me even saying it, thinking it, looking at it, trying to get him to go. And he's getting fast. He's getting very, very fast. Uh, we were waiting for the bus, and uh, he had a pretty good morning. But it, you know, it, it's there's always the roller coaster of getting ready and getting him out to the bus, and him wanting his tablet but yet wanting to go. So there's always kind of that little constant struggle for him to do certain activities at certain times. But this morning, he did not, like, he talked to me for a minute, a couple minutes before he started running. But he would go, and he just took off, and he ran to the end of um, one of our sections. And I did have to remind him to turn around a couple of times because he didn't want to stop. He wanted to keep running. And I certainly would not be able to catch up with him. So I always remind him that it is very important that if he hears me or another person, another adult, another someone, that he needs to listen to them about stopping and not continuing to run because we're trying to help him when there's traffic or when there's different situations that he definitely needs to stop and look at his surroundings and listen to what is happening. Well, he did pretty good with that too. So it was one big surprise, one excellent surprise, one shocking surprise, one happy day 
for each one of those moments that he was doing. And, you know, when he ran multiple times back and forth between me and the end of the street, and he likes to uh, talk to a neighbor when she's getting ready to leave in the morning. And so he was talking about her, and then he just wanted to go back and forth once she left. You know, I said, you can race her, and and he... (laughs) He took off running down the sidewalk. And I remind him again that he needs to be aware of his surroundings, what else is going on, and make sure that he understands he has to stay where mommy can see him. That's, you know, it's a kid. It's a kid. But I still have to make those rules and I still have to reiterate them over and over and over again with him because sometimes things like that just don't compute for him or he doesn't understand that I tell him things for safety or why he's not allowed to do uh, certain exercises or certain things with others or whatever it is. Um, he just needs to make sure that his surroundings are safe when he's trying to run. Um, and he likes to, um, do not crash, do not crash your legs, he says to me. He has gone through this spurt again. (laughs) We kind of cycle through these things where he wants to fall or drop whatever. Like if he's riding his bike, he wants to throw it on the ground, drop it, and then lay next to it like he has crashed. Oh, (laughs) I don't want him to crash. I don't want him to crash. I don't want him to think about crashing. I don't want him to look like he's crashed. I don't want the crashing. And especially when he says that he is going to crash and then he's going to hit his knee and he's going to need a Band-Aid on his knee. Well, I don't really want to have to put a Band-Aid on his knee for falling down. But he... I I just sometimes I I'm baffled by even how to explain it because I have no clue why he's so fascinated with falling and wanting to um do not hurt your knee he says to me um and it's kind of like when he started saying do not unstuck you you and sometimes I don't know where those phrasing phrases, phrasing things have happened or come to or why he's saying something like he is saying. But that's what I kind of have to work through with him because he definitely does not want to fall. He definitely doesn't want to ride his bicycle into a car uh, because he truly doesn't want to get hurt like that. I mean, that he, oh, I just, I keep thinking about him riding his bicycle at church on Sunday. After church was over, I let him ride it in the parking lot. 
And generally, he stays very close to me. <laughs> and I try to pick the section that there's no cars or um, there is a bike path, but that's just too much for him right now. So I, I always try to keep him in this the one area. Well, he's getting mighty, 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 mighty fast on his bicycle. And he was pretty much just taken off and thankfully avoiding the cars that were parked. I breathe because the more emotions or anxiousness I show or any type of connection to that falling as a problem creates a ripple effect of well, let's see what we can do to increase those odds in his mind. So I'm always trying to kind of level it out and figure out a way to help him or move forward or not fall or not run into things because he was riding his bike and when I would yell out, don't run into the car, he would, uh, you know, avoid it, and he then would come back towards me and want to crash into the um, grass that had the little sidewalk around it. (sighs) At least the grass is a soft landing, is what I kept telling myself. And luckily, he didn't crash, but he really, truly wanted to crash and crash and crash. So I'm not sure what made him stop or why he's not, you know, continuing to do those things. But I was very thankful that he stopped. And, you know, it's it's. An emotional journey for me. It's completely an emotional journey because here we are trying to uh, move through these, you know, move mo- uh, emotions, the the motions of his body, the the growth that he's doing, and the age that he's at, and just all of these little details that are emerging and changing and. I breathe, I think. You know, I don't have all the answers. I don't know all the questions. And so every day is like a learning experience for both of us. And I'm really kind of trying to figure out how to present the world to him because, you know, I'm not always with him. His teacher's not always with him. The therapist or his friends or the church people, they're not always like, every eye on him constantly. And he needs to know that if he rides his bike into the curb and falls into the grass, that, you know, that's probably still going to leave like an ouch. But him falling into the road or falling into a car when he is on his bicycle, those will probably hurt a lot more than than falling into the grass. Not that we want to be falling in the grass either. But it, he needs to learn why he shouldn't fall into something. 
And again, it's it's hard because if I say to him, don't fall in the grass, don't fall on the ground, don't do this, don't do that, or I even go and my body language shows any type of emotion or thought on this is not a good idea for you to crash or for you to do whatever the event is, whatever the thing is that I don't want him to do. He's a kid. He's a kid and wants to prove or show or tell or do exactly that. He wants to prove that that's no big deal. He can fall on the grass and he's fine. It's the winds and me overthinking and my emotions and all of that that I have to say, okay, you know, I cannot keep him in a bubble. I can't always make him not do something. I can't always figure out how to tell him not to do something and every other aspect of it that I tend to overthink. With all of that said, he was running on his own this morning without me prompting. Once he started running, he was said, go, oh, go, oh, and he was so excited. And then as we were waiting for the bus, I was talking to him about, you know, his actions and the reactions and his emotions and my emotions that he was doing a great job. And all of that, how it was connected to him and his winning the day, seizing the day and making it his and enjoying the moments of him running. And it it made me so happy to see him do this. And at one point he was running back to me, kind of talking and looking at me. And with that, he um, started almost skipping to me. And I thought that was very cool because he was actually moving towards me in another different fashion. Like he was learning to do that leg thing where you, you'll skip, you kind of, you know, get your little trot going and he hasn't perfected it, you know, in, in front of me, he's probably working on it in, in physical therapy or, or in PE or something, or maybe they're all doing it together in class. I don't know, but I'm excited. And he's made incredible progress. And his words, again, even when he was doing the skipping, he still said things about crashing. And, you know, you have to decide, is this age, is this um, Owen, is it autism, is it a boy thing, is it, you know, just uh, the daredevil, um, <laughs> is it my emotions that's causing me to think that this is something I should be concerned with? All of this, it's, it's all part of him growing up, me learning how to navigate the waters that we're in, me thrilled beyond any explanation that I can come up with that. My son was running from point A 
to point B with everything in between and all of that energy and that emotion and him going, him pretty much stopping where I told him to stop and turning around and running back to me. It's amazing. It's such a beautiful thing to watch and for him to do these steps and do them with such enthusiasm. I was so excited to see it happening. I was so excited for him to be in that moment and how happy he was to be doing this. And so here we are, ready, able, and he's running. He's truly running. I wonder sometimes where certain aspects of this go, like how he decides that today's the day he's going to run, tomorrow's the day he's going to skip, or whatever it is. How is he like going, okay, well, here we go. And it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter except for the fact that those moments are ones that I'd like to encourage him through and uh, his new thing. And I, I'm, I know it's his, his teacher and the therapist and everybody that is saying when he starts an activity or he's accomplishing something, they say, go, oh, go, oh. And for him to be able to take off running and yell back to me, go, oh, go, oh, that he wants that moment where he's shining and he wants it to be known and he is so excited about that moment. And so I see so much potential and I I think, you know, maybe tomorrow he skips. Maybe tomorrow is the day that he goes through and he skips from one place to the next. If not, if he runs again or he stands there and talks to me about the planets in order and a subject and, you know, something about all of them, perfect, amazing. It's just a beautiful thing to watch him unfold all of this knowledge and what he knows how to do. I am amazed daily by everything that he's accomplishing, everything that he is finding out how to do and doing it. He, I can't get the picture of him running out of my, my, my head because it was so exciting to see him decide to do this all on his own. I didn't say run. I didn't say, you know, do this at that moment when he first started. I made little suggestions after that, after he started running and doing it. And, and, you know, I told him the car is, you know, there, run, you know. And it's kind of one of those things that I wanted him to acknowledge that he could run with the car, like, you know, as it was increasing, he could increase the speed. But yet I have to be careful with how I present an idea or the moment in time because I didn't want him off of the sidewalk. I didn't want him off of the grass that he was running on. I didn't want him to go in the street as he was running. But I also wanted to encourage him 
to run beside the car on the sidewalk, and I reiterated it several times, so that he wouldn't go towards the the road. And he'll point to it. Um, he kind of does this sideways point, and he talks about not being able to go in the road. So that I'm thankful for. I always make him wait when the bus comes uh, to stay on the side of the road until they're at a full stop, and then he can go to the bus. That's important. That's very important that he actually does those steps. He needs to be reminded to do those steps and not run out in the middle of traffic. Even if his bus is coming, he needs to make sure that he's aware of where he is, what's going on, and that the bus is right there or whatever is right there and he will be fine. I breathe because it's a lot. It's a lot. The, you know, the energy that he has, the moments in time where he continues to talk about what's going on and to find new ways to express himself, new ways to do exactly what we've talked about and how he's growing and learning to use these exercises to develop. And, you know, before I know it, like I said, he will be skipping. He will be running these marathons. He will be doing whatever it takes to get him happy, to get him into knowing how to use his body and hand-eye coordination, all of that together to run, to skip, to do those activities. I'm thankful. I'm beyond thankful for those moments in time. I just have to sometimes just breathe, (laughs) calm down and breathe. This morning, he didn't go too far. He went down a couple houses. He stopped, he turned around, and he came right back. And then he ran, and he went to that same location, and he turned around, and he came back. And so that proves that he is paying attention. He is aware of his surroundings, and he listened to me when I said, you know, this is where you're done. You can do these things and then you need to move on or make sure you're safe or, you know, whatever the scenario is, I'm thankful that he is listening through that for this time. That's probably one of the hardest things for me is to figure out if he's reacting to an emotion that I'm having, if it's his age, if it's him himself, just his personality, just the things he likes, or if it's autism. Because with his autism, he is delayed. He has the moments where he's not at the same reading level. He's not at the same speaking level. He's not at the same, you know, these different things 
for his age group. That doesn't mean that his intelligence intelligence isn't off the charts. His memory skills, his comprehension skills are growing and getting there. But he amazes me daily. Uh, is minutely is is that an option? Because that's that's what it is sometimes. The things that he knows, the things he can do, the things that he can say, the places he can work with, go to, see, it amazes me. So to see him do so many incredible steps, I'm thankful. I'm beyond thankful. And I can't always, I can't, I can't wait. I'll say it the right way. I can't wait to see what he does tomorrow, to see how that running evolves. And again, I kind of breathe and, and breathe and hold my breath at the same time because I don't want him to ever get the idea that he has to run away for laughter or run away because he thinks it's funny and all I need him to do is stop. That's where all my emotions come in because he was doing great this morning, but I didn't want to pull him off key. I didn't want him to understand how important it was that he doesn't do certain things. I breathe, I breathe, I breathe, I breathe. I'm thankful we are where we're at. I'm thankful for the week ahead, the days ahead. And I am truly impressed, excited, um, all of the other words of how far he's come. He has done amazing. And for him to just know that he wanted to run from point A to point B, kind of trying to skip, move the leaves, move, move the rocks, all of the things that got in his way. It's amazing. I wish he wasn't always picking up the rocks and the leaves because I'm, I'm always worried it's, it's not necessarily, you know, the, the world drops their trash. And the thing that I don't want is Owen to pick up that drop trash because I don't know where, what it is. I don't always know where it's come from. I know that people drop food and I don't want him picking up something, putting it in his mouth to eat it because it could be anything. It could be weeks old sitting there and I just don't want him in that moment. Oh, the journey was not what I expected, but the love, our story, the beauty from within every single day touches my heart. Autism wasn't important to me until autism was was important to me with my son. And I'm thankful for all the lessons and the journeys that we've had together. 
And I'm thankful for you being part of my emotional journey. And I'm thankful that you have decided to listen to me ramble, listen to me talk about the emotion, uh, listen to me say, you know, the stories, talk about the stories. So I'm very thankful for all of that. And tomorrow's a new day. We'll see where we run. We see where we go. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for every bit of this. So thank you for being on the journey with us. At the beginning of the show, you heard the song Down This Road by Marcus Oglesby with the band Creek Don't Rise. You'll hear the rest of it here at the end. Thank you again for being on the journey with us. Please reach out to me at our website, sweetbabyo.com or on Facebook at sweetbabyo. And you can always uh, check out our book, 365 Days of Autism, and you can get that off of my website or on Amazon. So thank you once again for being on the journey with us. Have a great rest of your day. Life ain't always what we thought it would be. Sometimes heavy is the load. I won't give up on you. Don't give up on me. Take my hand. Down this road Take my hand Down this road Understand I understand You don't understand The way I am When you cry don't know why I'll make you smile when you cry where this road will lead nobody knows just come with me and let's see just how far it Take my hand, take my little hand, walk with me, and if you can, understand, I didn't plan for this road I'm on, but here I stand. Life ain't always what we thought it would be Sometimes heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on me Take my hand down this road Take my hand 
down this road Take my hand 